say that because I haven't been. Yeah. Before, Absolutely. So by the time this episode airs, um, we would have taken action um, on what is commonly known as the Oregon Coast. And to raise awareness around a major water issue, there's a tribal river. Um, well, first of all, the tribes in that area were displaced from the Rogue River area further north to um, a place called Alsea, and then like colonists decided they didn't want the salmon peoples there either and moved them to a place uh, now that's called Siletz. And Siletz, there's two cities, um, like I said, on the Oregon coast. Also with the settlers there, let's touch on their history. So they have a really strong uh, KKK history back in the 1930s and they got ahead by subjugating the indigenous folks on the coast there um, with their their political policies and I still see the that pattern you know the remnants of that pattern still there and so there's two cities that are dumping in the Siletz River. Okay. The Siletz River is one of the last great salmon rivers on okay. the West Coast. All right. All right. What are they? What are they dumping? Sewage, uh, mining waste, or right? So it's this stuff called biosolids that the EPA is trying to pass off as a cheap fertilizer. Okay. But when we find out what's in this stuff, okay. it's sewage okay. mixed with medical and industrial waste. Right. Well, well, that'll give us enough to start on the show to kind of introduce it. And then we'll just let you roll with telling the rest of the story. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we'll fire it up here and whenever you're ready. Okay. Welcome to Red Truth and White Lies, a podcast of two Canada's, one for the white settler and one for everybody else. Finally have on set, on location with two of us together. You know, we've been together before, first shoot, first time shooting a show together. So yeah. that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, landmarker. So welcome everybody to the show. Today we have uh, a guest on again, special guest, McCoview. Leader of Elahi Spirit Runners, and he's going to, and he will be out on uh, protecting the salmon. Mm -hmm. um, so coming up very soon, yeah, yeah, uh, or it's uh, it's it's already happened. I believe it's already he, happening. Yeah. He had said, yeah. So uh, basically, what it is is Mako told us a little bit about it, and welcome to the show, Mako. It's good to have you again. Thank you. Yeah. So he, he basically said that uh, <clears throat> there's uh, in the Salette River in Oregon, in the so-called Oregon coast, that. They're dumping toxic waste into the salmon run and like bio waste, like bio, medical bio waste. solids, medical waste, industrial waste. And, and the EPA is trying to push it off that it's, it's not really harmful. You know, it's, it's typical environmental terrorism. And we mentioned that in the last show when we talked about McCall. Yeah. And uh, you know, who else mentioned it was uh, Matthew Green MP from Hamilton center. He talked about that, touched on that as well last yeah. week. So 
um, yeah, so this is a really important conversation that a lot of people need to listen to and make sure that they, you know, share with everybody. Mm -hmm. So, Mako, can you kind of just uh, tell us the tell us everything about what's happening now with the uh, protecting the salmon? Yeah. Um, so, as I was explaining, there was a, a history with the Ku Klux Klan in the 1930s and on the Oregon coast, and we can still see the remnants of that political uh, policies uh, where they were getting ahead by subjugating the indigenous folks. And so that there's now two cities that are dumping these biosolids into the Siletz River. And, um, you know, there's been a process of um, people trying to go to city hall meetings and ask them to stop and then so political tension built around this to the point that we finally took direct action um but this is one of the last great salmon runs on the west coast and the river is dying also i found where elk are getting deformed hooves from this because um, the biosolids get sprayed onto fields which run off into the river the mm -hmm. elk try to graze in the fields which led to cleft hooves deformed hooves and then the fish and wildlife got called out on a few occasions to put some of these elk out of their misery <clears throat> wow Holy cow. You know, none of this is in the news. You know, this is going to come as a huge shock to a lot of our listeners. Um, and I know that a lot of listeners in, in so-called United States are, are aware of the, the corruption that exists within the, the Environmental Protection Agency. And they're not, not aware of the extent that it goes all the way down to right. the, the habitat, the lives of right. the actual animals and yeah. the beings that are there. Yeah, yeah, they don't they don't know the, the harmful effects, and and your action is going to bring a lot of awareness into that. Uh, it's just it's the same way that the water protectors go out and they, they do their water walks to, to bring it out, and you know, it's similar to the canoe trip that happened in the Grand River here in. Um, uh, around Six Nations territory, when they they blatantly said that the river is sick, it's yeah. polluted and sick, and you know, it's the same thing happening out there. Fish are dying, uh, and the smaller aquatic life is dying, and now it's affecting large wildlife and potential hunting. Yeah, it's happening everywhere, and you know, with the, the habitats being cut down, being clear cut mm -hmm. all the way across the country, there's nowhere for these animals to live. Yeah. Then when they do get to a spot, the water's polluted. Yeah. Like it's what can they do? You yeah. know? Humans are the only species on earth that are destroying the earth. So, yeah. So what is, what is the initiative going to be about, Mako? What is what's going on with it? Um, well, it's just showing, you know, that we know where the trucks are coming from and that we're not asking anymore. Um that we we have tactics. And we've escalated them. Um, that's pretty much it. You know, moving from a situation of groveling or, you know, asking to a position of power. You, yeah. You'll hear me say red power a lot. And it's not just because it sounds cool. 
Elahi right. um, spirit runners are building all the time. We're growing like the lightning puts nitrogen into the ground to make things grow. So we're always growing, growing. And, but, you know, sometimes we have to confront or if people mess with us, then the lightning comes out. But we prefer to grow. Yeah. So we learned like last week, we well not learned, but confirmed that the federal government has enables a lot of municipalities and corporations and extraction and all these different kinds of things. And we know that it's not that different in the United States. Mm -hmm. It's actually exactly the same. So um, having said that, are there specific companies that are a part of this pollution and part of this destruction that you would be able to name name for us on the show? Uh, yeah, it's the city of Newport, the city of Lincoln City, and their wastewater management. Um, it's also worthy of note, the political situation around the Siletz tribe is one where the tribal council is, and I did my research, I quoted them, you know, one council member saying, I hope they would stop. One council member even said, um, it's people's free will to destroy the river. <clears throat> so these are non, non-confrontational attitudes, you know, that's allowed for the river to die, you know, and so it's just that indigenous people are not going to reach consensus around these issues and that it's time to intervene um, on behalf of the salmon that can't speak for themselves. Like grandmother Agnes said, I am the voice for the voiceless, the ones that can't speak for themselves. And we're dedicating this action to her. See, I was having some different conversations with Agnes before she passed away. One's about resistance, where I would specifically go to her and ask, what does she want me to do? Because a lot of the leaders in the area were afraid just to say, just say it. I mean, just say it, man, you know? And so Agnes was a person that would just say it. So we're dedicating this one to her. Um, but the politics around that is just to, to go, that it's time to go ahead for the salmon, you know, because the salmon are, um, while we, while we play tribal politics, while we play nepotism and cronyism and entire rivers are dying. And so, now, so it's. So now are, while you're doing this action, are you able to actually stop the vehicles that are coming in and doing the dumping and, um, you know, polluting the rivers and different things like that? Well, yeah. Because the river and the ocean and the slope of the land lends itself to that power I was talking about, absolutely. And, and it blocks Highway 101. Mm-hmm. So if the, if the action went okay, which, you know, I'm assuming it did by the time we air this show, then we would have blocked Highway 101 um, and the road to the 
wastewater treatment plant in one single swoop. Shut her down. Shut, Shut her down. down. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We'll have to Heck put our yeah. promo out and tell other people to shut it down and they can yeah. watch this while they're out there. Yeah. yeah. Solidarity. <laughs> Solidarity shut down. Yeah. I mean, we did have the whole, you know, Turtle Island semi shut down at one point. So, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because people stopped listening. They didn't listen to science. They didn't right. listen to good people that tried That's to go to the proper so-called proper channels and so it escalates in tactics yeah and you know a lot of a lot of settlers don't know this uh you know i know i know that andrew does and i know that you do and a lot of other indigenous people on turtle island they know this but a lot of settlers don't and the salmon are a very important part of the entirety of the forest ecology absolutely the entirety yes. of the forest ecology now, the, the reason why settlers don't understand this is because they can't make the connection to it, to the fish coming right. in, feeding on specific things and other things feeding on those things and things feeding on the salmon and then things feeding on those and then the bears come in. And, you know, right. it's, it's all connected. It's all part of that big circle that we see with that food chain. And, and I I'm so glad this. you brought that up because grandmother Agnes said that too. Yeah, I share this picture quite a bit where it shows the, the, the two circles of the food chain and and one says at the top it says where are you in the one circle it says ego and it has the person in the middle yeah. which means everything is there for them yeah. and the other one has the person within the the center or, or within within the entirety of the circle but not at the top it's kind of off to the side where we are part of this yeah. we're all part right. of this and 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 the ones that cannot speak for themselves they're hurting we can see that they're hurting, their health isn't good. The animal's health isn't good, as you said, with the elk. So for people right. like you to be going out to do this and, and being being a land defender and being an animal defender and an environmental defender mm -hmm. is is profound to, to be able to speak with somebody like you to do this, to literally uh, embrace the same conversation and share this with everybody out there to let them know that salmon are crucial for the entirety of the ecology of the forest. It's yeah, they keep again. Talks about it. David Attenborough's talked about it. The Smithsonian's talked about it. All these high up scientists have been talking about it for years and years, like you said, but nobody's listening. And now, mm -hmm. if you want to do something, if you don't stand behind water protectors, land defenders, people that are out protecting the salmon, different things like that, your entire families are going to be dead in 50 years. Mm -hmm. Dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to people like us, people that can cope, dead. Doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how much wealth you have. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. You're gonna be no. dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Water is life. Yep. Water is life. Salmon are sacred. Absolutely. Now, have you? Now, you mentioned a lot of uh, health problems with the elk. Have you seen any with the salmon? Spots, sickness, mass die-offs, cysts, cancers, uh, improper hatching, uh, improper egg laying, things like that. Have you noticed anything like that? Or is there any documentation about this uh, similar to the elk? So one of the first things I did about three years ago was I interviewed a fisherman who was willing to talk, and an Azteca man. So I just also want to point out the intertribal aspect, how other tribes are coming to aid this dying river. 
But this Azteca fisherman was telling me about how there used to be so many lamprey in the river that it looked like a giant eel coming down the river. Mm. And these are uh, prehistoric fish at, um, it's like preferred eating. Some of the elders prefer them to the salmon actually. And I, I ate some of this um, on the Warm Springs Reservation there uh, at times and found it to be, you know, pretty good. It's a little greasy, but this is a very good food. You know, our body needs those natural fats. Yes. Um, and so these lamprey eels are like hardly present in the river at all. So this is like the, the death of a food source, you know. Mm -hmm. Sacred food source. A sacred yeah, food source. Source, yeah. Um, and then right down to all the microorganisms that you were mentioning, he mentioned um, like mollusks that um, or like um, smaller invertebrates that need to hitch a ride on yeah. some of the fish gills to get transported around different parts of the river. And without the presence of those fish, they won't spread correctly these kind of things. And then I've heard, you know, from tribal members um, who like to swim in their own river, of course, that they come out, the water smells, you can't, um, you can't swim in the river like you used to be able to. Mm. It's the same here. It's the same thing here. You used yep. to be able to swim in the bay now, so you don't want to get in there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the Grand River and around Bradford down by Six Nations in Caledonia, in, in Ontario, around here, it, it stinks. The Thames River mm. down in southwestern Ontario, it, it smells like raw sewage and muck. And Probably mud. smells like the Thames River in England. <laughs> <laughs> Probably does, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's really unfortunate, Michael. Um, so you, you have noticed some spots on the fish, uh, stickness in the fish. And you just mentioned the lamprey. Now, are people eating that are eating these salmon or eating other wildlife around the area, has there been any health problems noticed in them in the last few years? I can't speak to that because I'm about an hour away from the river. Um, and so I, I'm just not in proximity to that. Okay. But I could say probably yes. Yeah, most likely there's going to be some health problems. Yeah, I just want to know. There has to be, because there's also an aerial spraying issue that was happening. And so, like, issues are compounding. There's parts of the ocean that are dying off. Do you know what they're um, spraying? It's related to the logging industry. Um, they're trying to turn everything into a tree farm. They want to monocrop Douglas fir, and um, the tribal people sh tribal people should be in an uproar about it. But their restoration, I was leading up to this before, their restoration was granted by Ronald Reagan. And it took me over a decade to find out that they're still like being controlled by the Republican Party. Jeez. And so it's, it's up. It's up to land defenders and water protectors to make a move. 
You know, Agnes didn't work for tribal council. She worked for the great spirit. And that's what, why we're dedicating this to her. Mm. It's a beautiful dedication. It's a beautiful, beautiful idea to push the cause. And it's a, it's an amazing cause. Holy cow. It is. Can you tell us more about the clear cutting that's happening there also? Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, Well, you know, so-called Oregon has a long history with logging and uh, so more and more of this is happening and that's what's contributing to the runoff, that and agriculture, which is all colonial. The, the whole people say like, well, what's your solution? You know, well, the solution is really end colonialism and these colonial attitudes that have to be upset. Because that's what's causing suffering to everything. The desertification of the entire planet. All of these water problems. Because the as Floyd Red Crow Westerman pointed out, all of our water was drinkable here before colonists came. And with mm-hmm. 100, within 100 years, they were no longer drinkable. Yeah, yeah. There's very few places you can drink raw water right from the ground now, and you know they're in the pristine areas in the mountains that that you're trying to defend, and they're 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 dumping. Yeah. The thing is, the, the settlers subconsciously actually already know this. They have this information. When yeah. their countries get shut down, it starts it starts to realize again. Okay, oh my God, what about my water? Where's the chemicals for mm-hmm. my water? Where's my this for my yeah. that? Where's my that for my this? And yeah. then all of us indigenous people are sitting back like. <laughs> First time? Yeah, right? Right. That's why we need indigenous rule to to save the the planet, you know? And I'm so that's one of our group rules for Elahi spirit runners is we believe in indigenous rule. And so recently I've just been getting sharper on the analysis and I've seen where indigenous rule can end homelessness. Indigenous rule can protect the environment. Indigenous rule can bring about world peace. Yeah. From right here in the belly of the beast. Mm -hmm. There was a uh, Mohawk chief and he said something about policing helping our people. And I said, no, absolutely not. Before before the colonists came, we didn't even have a word for that. We didn't have a need for it in our societies. You know, we didn't have that. Mm -hmm. There was nothing. There's no use for it. We just raised our children to be what they are, to care for everything, to make sure that everything's sustained. You know, like right. we never had those things. We didn't have those police. We didn't have those forces. We didn't have all that BS. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a colonial construct. It's it's the government hand, the government ideal on the on the territories and affecting the people. And you know, even even environmental terrorism existed back then. Um, you know, I, I kind of have this idea I've been floating around inside where you talk about, you know, they're spraying out there. Uh, you know, they were doing that in Canada too, out west and up in northern Ontario. They were spraying Agent yeah. Orange in the bush to wipe out the trees and that, or they'll burn it. Mm-hmm. Where they're actually purposely burning these areas down so they can go in and replant. Yeah. The forest industry does after a big fire. They go in and plant a whole bunch of trees. Right. But it's not trees that are going to be left there it's trees that they can grow fast they can grow fast and and expropriate from and, and extract and continue on basically right. lumber 
Exactly. All these people are like, oh, well, it's okay. They can chop the trees down because they're planting new ones. No, actually, those trees that are there have sustained us for thousands and thousands of years, and we need them to survive. These other trees aren't going to do anything. Like, the, by the time they get mature enough to start actually, like, doing something significant, they'll chop them down. They get cut down for lumber. Yeah. 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 It's killing the medicine, too. Yeah. There's a plant out here um, that can treat trauma and it's growing in these forests but it won't be growing in any forests that are monocrop so we Where's see is well i know it only by its colonial name which is the devil's club but it's a spiky looking plant that grows in the you know so, quote pacific northwest up here yeah. and i've found it on this on the Celebs Tribal Indian Reservation. And so it's just where people need to start to love the land again and love those beautiful things that are invisible things that are right in front of them. That's, that's hard for a lot of people in society to see that are colonized because they don't love themselves enough to see themselves. They're taught to love things, that's why. Yeah, they're taught to love material things, yeah. money, cars, a nice house, an idea, a song. And then when the new thing comes along, right, it's that. Exactly. That's why we get so much waste. That's why we get so much garbage because the next new thing comes out and they have to get another one. That's where yeah. all the Apple devices, all the new yeah. technology. Yeah, exactly. This and that. Yeah. You know, capitalism and consumerism is colonialism. It is. Mm -hmm. and, and it's but we can weaponize it against them. <laughs> yeah, we can. Use it against them, then, you know. And that's that's what they, that's why they always said an educated Indian is a dangerous one, you know, and... <laughs> We start using their own stuff against them, you know. Yes. So. Uh -huh. yeah. Now, Mako, is there anything else you'd like to touch on uh, regarding the salmon initiative that you're involved with? Is there going to be any further actions? Um, is there a call to action that you want to put out for solidarity uh, across so-called United States and Canada? Yeah, I need people to get in touch with me. Um, this next week immediately um, to to take action. Well, uh, the episode will have already aired. Let's cut that. Um, I want people to join Elahi Spirit Runners. We need people to fill our committees. We're developing a large security force. Uh, we have a few leadership positions open. Now, this is this is all across Turtle Island, correct? Yeah, we're all across Turtle Island now, coast to coast. We're up into Canada, starting to get down into Mexico. Beautiful. Great. That's awesome. So, yeah, we'll make sure we get something out before this um, episode airs so people are going to know about it. We'll get uh, something written up for you and uh, put out awesome so, yeah mm -hmm. yeah i uh i do want to say mccall that you're a you're a heck of a warrior and i've been following you for several months now and a lot of the initiatives that you you put out there have great great heart behind them and i see you struggling so much to get help to get boots on the ground and you're always calling for boots on the ground boots on the ground yeah allies allies settlers you're looking for something to do you're looking to be involved now 
is this is how you do it this is actually doing how you do it yes you have to get out and do something even if you tell people about it that's doing something social media if you if you're not able to physically or financially do it share it on social media tell other people about it tell people about the show because there's all kinds of activists and they all they all have their own responsibility and they have their own places and they have their own things Mm -hmm. that they do and each each and every one of those different kind of activists are the ones that help it all stay together you know and help people like mako like us like everybody not get arrested as easily Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah you know if there's more white faces and more settlers on those lines the 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 police and the government will be a little bit apprehensive about yeah, going use, in there they'll use rubber bullets instead of live rounds yeah so <laughs> yeah they'll use tear gas instead of live grenades right exactly you know, things like that in the united states the the firepower is a lot worse than it is here but canada's the police forces in canada are quickly becoming very very americanized with with their violent tactics well, if you look at alberta make, make canada great again What's oh, that's right look at the look at the police Fuck actions that were happening in toronto and yeah you know things like that that that's an issue around here and, and if you're looking at that and shaking your head being oh i wish i could do something you can now is the time yeah i did something i chose to stand up you know and, and it's it's gotten me into many wonderful places many wonderful friendships and and honestly the police harassment and the intimidation you know haters are going to hate it's going to come with it and they only do it because you're speaking the truth and you're helping the people who are truthful exactly yeah mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for coming on with us, Mako. It was uh, great. It was a great episode. And uh, we're probably going to be speaking with you again more because you're doing a lot of amazing work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we'll go. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. You've been a great help. We're grateful. Something new under the sun You can't take back some things You're already done, done No You blame things that you do On somebody else Try so hard 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 